Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2313. Hey, it's November, by the way, and so let's take a look at what is on tap for storytelling in the world of Star Wars for the month of November 2020. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, let's talk about the month of November 2020 in the world of Star Wars. As far as movie stuff goes, well, who knows what's going to happen in that regard. That would be amazing if we got some news in that regard for our currently scheduled 2023 movie date, but as of yet, no word, so... Nothing really that we're anticipating in that regard. It would be nice to be surprised, though. <laughs> as far as live action goes, of course, The Mandalorian debuted on Friday. And so we have four episodes of The Mandalorian to look forward to this month, each of them coming out on the Fridays of this month. And of course, we don't have titles for any of them, but the logline for the second episode of the season, which would be chapter 10 overall, has been released. And it says that the Mandalorian must ferry a passenger with precious cargo on a risky journey. That's all it says. As for the Cassie Nandor series and the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, well, they aren't scheduled to go into production until 2021. So maybe we'll hear casting announcements. Wouldn't that be fun and nice? But... There isn't really anything specifically on the horizon that we have to look forward to, so anything that comes for those series will also be just a pleasant surprise kind of situation. And the same goes for animation at this point. We still know that The Bad Batch is coming in 2021, just don't know when, and we haven't heard any casting announcements other than the presumed Dee Bradley Baker as all the clones, so that's as much as we know in that. On the books side of the house, we have the Mandalorian poster book coming out tomorrow, and this is the poster book that Andy Gutierrez said that she wasn't going to show in the Mando Mondays thing that happened, or at least she wasn't going to show inside of it because of potential spoilers, I believe. And, you know, having received a review copy, and thank you very much, Disney Lucasfilm Press, for sending one along, I have to say that, yeah, maybe there is one poster that could be spoilery. It has to do with an environment in which the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda may find themselves later on in the season. It's not one that I've seen in the trailers yet, so we'll leave that be until this comes out and is public on Tuesday. Then a couple days later, we are getting the Star Wars Complete Vehicles reference book by Pablo Hidalgo and Jason Fry. And then a week from tomorrow is probably the biggest day of the month in the publishing space because the From a Certain Point of View short story collection for The Empire Strikes Back is coming out and also a book called The Jedi Mind by Amy Ratcliffe will be coming out, both of those on November 10th. On the comics side, there's a lot of stuff coming out in comics in the month of November. So the flagship title, Star Wars, number eight, Darth Vader's third series, number seven, Dr. Aphra, number six, Bounty Hunters, number seven, Star Wars Adventures Annual for 2020 is coming out along with issues two and three of this second series. And let's not forget the Shadow of Vader's Castle, which is the annual ongoing series that has the scary story bent from Kevin Scott. And there's one more big thing coming out, which is actually now kind of two big things. 
And do you remember how they've been saying about the High Republic that it would be in books and comics and quote-unquote beyond? Well, the beyond, at least one of the beyonds, <laughs> the first of the beyonds, has been revealed, and I'll get to that in just a second. But first, a quick public service reminder for our listeners and viewers in the United States. Don't forget that tomorrow is voting day. November 3rd is voting day in the United States. It's the final day to vote. And if you are trying to submit your ballot early, best not to put it to the post office, best to get it to a certified ballot box in your area or to drop it off with your town clerk, your tax collector. That's at least what it is, the town clerk tax collector's office here in my own particular town. But whatever office it is that's in your state, in your county, in your city, in your town that accepts ballots, get it in as directly as you can now so that way you can be as sure as possible that your vote will be counted. You may have heard over and over again that this election, this general election, election may well be the most important election in a generation, if not in our lifetimes. And I have to say, I couldn't agree more. And I hope you will make sure that you get out and vote however is safest and most comfortable for you. Make it happen. All right. So the beyond for the High Republic, it turns out that this first shot at the beyond is actually also going to be the first High Republic story that becomes available and it is happening with the Tales from the Galaxy's Edge virtual reality release that's coming on November 19th. So here's the scoop included with Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. So the gist of that story is that as a, you know, character, you land on Batuu and you deal with, oh gosh, I'm going to try to pronounce his name, Cecil Slack. That's the character played by Bobby Moynihan, the Osmel bartender. So he's going to tell a story and it's a High Republic story and you're going to be immersed in this particular story. Here is the deal with it. You will step into the role of Adi Sunzi, a Jedi Padawan studying at a remote Jedi research facility on Batuu. When a mysterious relic unleashes a torrent of evil inside the temple, Adi is the sole survivor. After sending an urgent distress signal to the Jedi Council, she must work alongside Jedi Master Yoda to confront the darkness that now lurks within the temple walls and within herself. And to make things even more exciting, none other than Frank Oz himself will be voicing Yoda for this adventure. So here's what they say about the Temple of Darkness thing in the press release that they sent out about this. They say, uh, this is James Waugh, Vice President, Franchise Content and Strategy at Lucasfilm. He says, Temple of Darkness and Tales from the Galaxy's Edge will give Star Wars fans an opportunity to step into a story set during the High Republic era on an incredibly transportive platform. And he goes on to say, it will be one of the first tales released taking place in this bold, adventurous new era for Star Wars storytelling, which we intend to see traverse multiple mediums over many years. We're so proud of what so many incredibly talented authors, developers, licensing partners, and Lucasfilm colleagues have crafted together. It has been a labor of love. So that whole line about traverse multiple mediums, right? So we already know books and comics. Now we have VR. Will it go into others? Well, yeah, it seems like if this is wildly successful, then they'd be fools not to, wouldn't they? We'll have to see how that all unfolds, but Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, including Temple of Darkness, coming November 19th to the Oculus VR platform. And that is all the major stuff coming from the world of Star Wars storytelling in November of 2020. And that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me as always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 
Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save 